Are we doing a cold open or will we do that later? We can do that later. Do you yeah. have something for a cold I open? I don't have anything right now. Oh, okay. Inspiration hasn't struck me. All right. Well, I guess we'll just jump right into it then. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm your other host, Morgan. And Morgan, uh, do we have anybody with us today? We do. We have we have we have Josh Hollis. Not oh, that shit. Josh. Oh, a different Josh. A different Josh. We have Josh <laughs> from Predictacast, who just wandered into our apartment aimlessly. We were like, whoa, buddy, Agapado. But, you know, we just decided He to... refuses to listen. <laughs> that's, so. that's pretty much how most of my guest appearances on podcasts have gone. Mm-hmm. I've just wandered into the place <laughs> where I think people are recording. And it sometimes works out, and sometimes I have restraining orders put out. So, you well, know. We'll see how it goes. If you're a good guest, <laughs> then we'll, you know, we'll keep you on. Yeah, and you'll release this episode. <laughs> well, we don't really have a choice because we record right before it needs to go up. Mm-hmm. So whatever we record today will be going on the internet. <laughs> so so just d- don't ruin it for us. Okay, and just do don't fuck it up, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Could you not fuck it up? There's a lot of pressure now yeah. on me. I've got a knife to his throat, so <laughs> I think we've got this handled. Hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. Uh, what are do we doing wanna, this week? Um, I think I'm going to tell the new listeners... If they've never listened to the show before, what oh, this what, is. What, what is this show about? We're, what we're going to do is we're going to watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first, we are going to give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. So this week, we're going to be watching a show called Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Title. We're going to watch a TV show. Okay, wait, wait. Does that title have uh, an exclamation yeah, point? You know no, yes. it does. Good. Is it whoops with a Z? Unfortunately, that's gonna no. a lot. Okay, all right. It's you. also whoops W O O P S, which yeah. I hmm. I assumed it would be W H O O P S. Oh. Is that not how you spell whoops? No, it's I an H, right? I think it does have an H. Yeah. Uh, well, off to a bad. The spell check <laughs> was was not used in the script writing for this. So, well, now that might mean it, it's a totally different word. Uh, Maybe it's an acronym. I was gonna say it might be an acronym. Like, is uh, it like what? BAPS? <laughs> It's a lot like. It's a lot Are like. Are we BAPS. watching BAPS? Uh, it's a prequel to BAPS. Okay. Uh, and it's starring probably white men, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from 1992. It aired for 10 episodes uh, on the Fox network. Okay. Early 90s Fox. Already, oh, yes. I already mean. not a great start. No, it's wonderful. Oh, How many oohs from the audience are we going to get? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, this, like, 92 was, like, really early in Fox's run, right? Yeah, this would have been, like, the beginning. I... Before they were actually a network you could get with your cable package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. When was um when was Second Chance? I feel like that was on the very beginning, and that was yeah. early 90s. It had to be. Well, and uh, Married with Children was Fox, right? Yeah. That's right. That was maybe, like, 89. Yeah. Right? yeah. I yeah. think Fox so started late yeah. 80s, yeah. So this would have still been broad, like on-air broadcast, not not a specialty channel. Yeah. <laughs> but um, cool. So what do you guys... I So I, unfortunately, do know a little bit about this show just from pop culture. Um, it is. It was on the TV Guide's worst TV shows of all time. It was the 42nd worst TV show of all time. Yes. Out of how many? Uh, it, it was their top 50 worst. <laughs> oh, <okay>. 42. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, I guess it's kind of low on that list. Like, you could have, we could have watched 41 worse shows. <laughs> oh, no. But um, this is, this is supposedly, 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 supposedly very bad. So, I know what it is a little bit. What do you guys think it's going to be? We'll start, let's start with Josh. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. Okay. So, uh, we know that there's an exclamation point <laughs> in the title. Um, is there is there any other uh, thing there? Is there a question mark? <laughs> oh like, no! Is there, is there some? Whoops. Is there is there an intero bang at the end of this thing? Like, How many wing dings are in the title? But but you know what I'm saying? Like it changes the the meaning of that right. <laughs> of that word depending on how it's punctuated. Um, all right, so I feel like that's got to be a catchphrase of our main character. <laughs> okay. Like something's going to go wrong, and he's going to turn to the camera and go, "Whoops!" Yep, a um, real Urkel situation. Yeah, <laughs> or it's either that, or it's the name of our char- our main character. Oh. Like our main oh. character is named like Jim Whoops Whoopsie, and <laughs> and he deals with all manner of crazy predicaments. I don't okay. know. That's that's my initial I, thought. I like this. I like it. Well, just quickly, do we think this is a case of like some executive is like, you know, it's big. We need shows with merch tied in. <laughs> what looks good on a TV sh- or on a T-shirt? Whoops! Build a show around that. I mean, maybe it. It doesn't seem like a very good uh, T-shirt to me, <laughs> but it, in the '90s, who knows? I'm gonna say. Yeah. What is this show, Morgan? Every episode is a standalone episode. Oh, it's an anthology? Yeah, it's an I mean, anthology I'll, I'll tell series. you right now you're wrong, but okay, nope, keep going. No, no, it's an anthology series, and it's very serious. Okay. And at the end of every episode is a whoops moment. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so it's serious, but then at the end, like, they slip on some, like, a banana peel, and they're like... Bum, 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 bum. Mm, that, or, like, uh, maybe... What's, like, that that reality show, like, that fear-based reality show? Fear Factor? Like, no, it's, like... It's your mom in the back of an ambulance, but she's in on the prank. Have you? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Tracy Morgan hosted it for a while. Great. There are people that there's one person listening that knows what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. But I mean, like, it's going to be building a very. <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> oh man, my heart just fluttered. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the biggest, the baddest scare tactics ever. I'm here for one reason. This is crazy. No, like every episode's going to be very, very serious. But at the very, like, at the end of the episode is going to be like. Oh, fuck that one up but you know what i mean what if it's okay so okay. in yeah. that scenario there has to be an episode where it's this dramatic story of uh, a couple rushing to the hospital the the woman's in the process of giving birth and it's this whole big ordeal and it's very dramatic and and there there's a lot of emotions running high and then she gives birth and the baby is healthy and they hand it to the dad and he drops it <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I like that. Uh, Or like, yeah, I think hospital based. What if this is a uh, hospital comedy show? Pre-scrubs, where where it's like a surgeon is our main character, and at the end of every episode, there's (laughs) a whoops moment. He's constantly losing tools (laughs) inside of patients. (laughs) Where's my wedding ring? (laughs) Whoops. Credits. Cut him back open. (laughs) My wife will kill me. Cut him back open is, of course, one of the catchphrases of the show. Cut him back open. Okay. No, that sounds great. (laughs) Watch that. (laughs) As great as your, your predictions are, and they are great. Both of you. Uh, unfortunately, I don't believe... I mean, those could factor into the show, but the general premise of the show, of this comedy program, is that, uh, whoops, it's the apocalypse. What? Yep. What? what? 
<laughs> yes, it is. It is a comedy about the survivors of a nuclear holocaust. But it, what? was it an accidental nuclear holocaust? I mean, I'm assuming it had to have been right. Maybe these guys were behind it. Like they were the ones in charge of like, you know, not releasing the bomb and they accidentally whoops, or, I, I did it. Like, the cold open of the first episode is Bush Sr. just accidentally <laughs> leaning on a button. <laughs> <laughs> Timely, Morgan. Oh, you know what? I, honestly, I think that could be it. That could be it. Somebody accidentally launches a nuclear missile and and says, whoops, and then that's how the show starts. Yes, there we, we Cut go. to credits. Right. Brilliant. And we get the, the opening titles. We're well, in I, it. I think we're going to get all of that in the opening credits where it's like they were working at the nuclear facility oh we're gonna get so first of all theme our theme song is also the narrative yeah okay that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for and it's just a a jovial tune and that's how whoops the world ended oh that's good i like that yeah that seems like very that's very high concept for an early 90s sitcom right but we were doing some of that I guess, time, I guess right? so, because when did dinosaurs come out? Because that's kind of We're a very high concept yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah like so early to mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and Herman's Head, I guess, is very high concept. So this is like in that right in that good era of well, it's, it's high concept were 90s having comedies. Good ideas oh, yeah. executed, <laughs> executed poorly. poorly. <laughs> um, which I, I would guess is what, what this is. I, I, I think that there could be a good seed for a comedy show it's a very bizarre idea and it would have to be a dark comedy which i'm assuming this is going to be broad it's fox so (laughs) i hope that the set is just like a living room set from like a typical sitcom but it's just all beat to shit and there's just stuff falling down and falling apart all the time (laughs) and then like every time somebody comes in through the front door they're having to like beat back a three-headed dog or something or the door falls off or something all the time oh brother (laughs) (laughs) what if it's it's just a regular sitcom on a regular sitcom set but they just talk about how the outside world has been destroyed they yeah, never yeah. see it you know they turn on the tv but it's nothing but static and they're like oh yeah the world is ended <laughs> so do we think this is going to be a, like a honeymooners dynamic we've got oh yeah i guess we need to know who the cast who, is going to be who are these people that are in this uh situation well i mean now that we know that it's not set in a hospital um <laughs> well we don't we don't well, know that. that's we're, true Good we're point. assuming it's a house but it could I, be in the hospital. i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that it's probably in a house and it's with a family so i feel like we're gonna have the the typical sort of nuclear ha family at that point um no that was the pitch if if you think that joke isn't gonna be made right you're right that's definitely the pitch um but yeah we're gonna have like the mom and the dad and probably the two kids at least maybe we'll have a baby right um but yeah i think it's just gonna follow those kinds of things and it's just going to happen to be set in like the aftermath of a nuclear apocalypse right do you think it's going to be like like the simpsons where they accidentally walk into a into a bomb shelter and then the, the world ends and they come back out and they're like <laughs> maybe oh, shit i feel like they should have at least one mutated neighbor oh, yeah, yeah. Well, or even like the baby has something yeah. <laughs> the God. baby has tentacles, tentacles or something yeah. God, gotta make it dark morgan <laughs> We're just ripping a lot from Simpsons. I think that it might be coworkers. Like maybe they were uh, oh. workers at, at, a, at a facility that had protection on it or something. They had lead paint all over right. the Simpsons. <laughs> maybe they're, oh, maybe they're, uh, they work for the government and they're responsible for it, but they just happened to be in like the bomb shelter at right. work before it happened. And so now they're stuck there. Yeah. With the guilt, the yeah. heart wrenching guilt <laughs> oh of destroying God. the planet. And let's make a 22 minute comedy out of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's going to be a lot of very special episodes. Yeah, oh my god! So with well, that, it can't be that many. There's only ten episodes. Is, is how to talk to your kids about nuclear radiation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this was made in the event this happens, or like uh, if you see a button, don't touch it, guys. If you don't know what the button does. So is it? Are we? Are they combating the outside world? Or are they just trying to figure out how they're going to survive? indoors with limited resources i don't know yeah that's a good question i feel like it's probably going to be them inside most of the time just just for the i think just from how 90 sitcoms seem Mm -hmm. to go there was like one set that you were in the majority of the episode and if you went somewhere different it was like a big deal. Yeah. So right. I feel it like it had to be Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had to be sponsored. It had to be the Universal backlot. Yeah. yeah. So We're I, highlighting I, the new rides. Yeah. I feel like it's going to primarily be in a single location and then we might get a couple of shots. Like if it's in a house, we might see a bedroom. We might, we might go one place to sort okay. of establish our, like our setting, but then that'll be it. Yeah. That's uh, unfortunate. That is almost certainly going to be <laughs> what true. <this> is. <laughs> yeah. And a, but but under the guise of like what could be worse than nuclear fallout S- being stuck with your yep. family <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all yeah. right okay well, uh, do you have any very specific predictions you want to want to give for the show i want to have a baby with tentacles well you already mentioned that one well, so. i'm just saying that's my very specific one i want a baby with tentacles and you need it i need you it you will hate life. the show if it does not have that yes okay Fair I mean, enough. also already mentioned, but I think someone needs to, I think we need someone hitting a button or launching a nuke and going, whoops. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, somebody's got to say whoops. Yeah. We're, oh, okay. So that's the thought. Where does the whoops come in? Is it at the beginning of the show? Is it at the end? Do they just pepper it throughout? Is that like once every act break, we have a whoops? Or is it an anagram? For or, what? No, wait, that's not the word I want. What is that called? Acronym. acronym acronym that's what i want it could be an let's anagram. rearrange all the letters no it's an acronym Pow. for what these people are in the fallout like oh wasteland occupant ocelot Wait, oh 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 does this does this take place in pittsburgh wasteland occupants of pittsburgh um, i think Whoops. maybe and if it doesn't i think we we retcon that in all right again another thing that we're just going to add to our good ideas pile also, it could. This could be the origin story. This could be like starts off with the world being okay. We don't know that it starts off with the apocalypse. Oh, the very okay. So, final five seconds, somebody right. hits a button. Or what if this is like religious, and it's like after the the rapture, the rapture, and they're like, "Whoops, <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't see, get raptured." That's whoops, a, Jesus. Yeah, whoops. that's a thing. Especially if it's a family sitcom, and like one of the kids got raptured, but nobody right. else did. Oh man. See, that's the kind of drama I need. In this comedy? In this yes. comedy. Yeah, I'm really hoping that this is a heavy-handed drama. This is like one of the earliest dramedy TV shows. We're coming uh, out of the era of Reagan and, and Bush Sr., so, I mean... You never know. You never know. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's, that's good for our, our opening thoughts. I think it's time to watch the show. We will uh, see what this is, and we'll be right back. Me. Fox recognizes there are some subjects so serious they can't be made fun of. Fortunately, the end of the world isn't one of them. Some of the eastern seaboard may have been spared. Really? <laughs> no, just kidding. Introducing Whoops, the first comedy about the last people on Earth. Oh, it must be some sort of mutation, a result of the radioactivity. You think? Whoops premieres tonight right after Flying Blind on Fox. And whoops, we're back. <laughs> oh, whoops. How did that happen? 
Weirdly, just... <laughs> not our catchphrase, though. Not, uh, do they even say it? No, no, no. It, not it does, a one. I mean, it appears on screen as the title, but in like Toys R Us fonts, yep. like it's all colorful. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's We're all over the map with this one. <laughs> let's get into this. Oh my gosh. So okay, yeah, we start we start with kind like there's like two recaps, right? Well, no, one of them is the cold. It's our main character uh, flashing forward, so we know that he is, survives all of this because right. he's like talking to. Young children in like a, a school setting. Is yeah, that he was, was a teacher. Apparently, he yeah. says that he was in his. He was teaching that day, the day that it happened. He was teaching, and then he uh, went to the ATM on his lunch break, <laughs> and that's when the the bombs fell. Apparently. Oh, okay. For whatever reason, I was tying that setting with like a present day, and he's reflecting back, and that hence the the narration. Oh, you may no. be right though. I don't. But, know. No, that could be what it was. I don't think so. I don't think they know what they want. <laughs> no. Well, so this, so what I was saying is like, it kind of starts with like a, this is what whoops is going to be. And yeah. then it goes to a narration of him being like, so anyway, this is how everything happened. But at the very beginning, it's like, so the world ended and all this stuff happened. And then it's like, and then the, the, the titles come up and it plays the goofy, like, no narrative theme song here. That would have worked well. I think in this, this scenario, because you could have laid out everything. You could have seen all the different characters and explained where they came from, and then you... you and know. it would have been totally on brand with the rest of the show. Maybe, they, of, maybe they do that in the second episode. Because, uh, you know, like, this is yeah, the pilot, yeah. so maybe the second episode has a They a didn't want to spoil song. anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, it, does, it does start off with, like, Five how... strangers in a house in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it, we start off... We follow this character, Mark. Um, what was the actor's name? Uh, his name is Harry Goldenblatt from Sex and the City. Right. <laughs> So he's a fairly recognizable character actor from With a lot of hair. TV shows. Guys. Yeah, but he has hair. Uh, let's hey, let's just talk about the hair real quick. <laughs> oh boy, it's like <laughs> they don't um, explain it until the end of the episode, and I was like, "What is going on?" Well, I mean, it's a because everyone else had a white stripe in their hair. It was pretty apparent. I know, but I didn't under, I didn't understand for a while that it was like this happened to everybody because of the nuclear the explosion. explosion. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what it's supposed to be, but it seems weird because it's just sort of randomly it's just like a randomly placed splotch of white like right. it feels like they're they should all have just solid white hair mm-hmm. from being out in the like he should especially because he's in his car and <laughs> somehow survives which we'll get into because that's yeah. a joke in the episode um but like he only has one little bit and he has this really curly hair so it just looks like silly string in yeah. his hair yeah. for most of the episode he's got some justin tamberlake top ramen hair <laughs> except it's, it's like well, it dark. makes sense why he shaved it <laughs> yeah um yeah so he's in his volvo this is very important yes he's in his volvo and when the when the Sorry. apocalypse happens do we think no i'll let you finish your thought product placement no well yeah or do you think they were like maybe if we talk about volvo and how great how great these cars are they can save you from the apocalypse maybe they'll kick some money our way maybe it's hard to, it's hard to say i mean it's a joke that like huh because they're the safest car yeah but this sets up one of many 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 uh fallacies in the the logic of the script he's not the only person that drives a volvo (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's millions of them there should be a lot of people who survived even if most of them weren't driving you would think that uh more more than one was probably driving 
And we should take a moment here to thank our sponsors this week, uh, Volvo. <laughs> and McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it opens up, I guess it's probably just from the broadcast the, yeah, that's being the, like, the network. McDonald's brings you whoops. But it was a, a nice little little uh, trinket to have at the beginning of this. Speaking of whoops, McDonald's. <laughs> a food that you eat and go, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> When there's nothing else in the entire world, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. Um, so, yeah, so he's in his car. He survives. Somehow he drives in the middle of this wasteland. There is yeah. a valley, which there was an explanation explanation to why this was preserved, but I didn't quite catch it. Well, they kind of just make a bullshit reason of like, uh, due to probability, there's probably going to be one place that isn't affected by the nuclear blast or whatever and i'm like i guess i don't i maybe that's true i have no idea just putting some scotch tape on that plot hole <laughs> there are so there's so 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 many um yeah so he drives through the the apocalyptic wasteland already i was like this is far more than i expected yeah, from this show absolutely there it is a set obviously but they do go outside and stuff yeah they have some filmed uh they have some filmed moments like the entire like first i don't know maybe five minutes or so right. seems like it's all just stuff they filmed because there's no laugh track yes and i was wondering oh is this show does this show not have a laugh track because that would be weird because sometimes the the jokes just hang like they were expecting to put the laugh track in yes. but then they didn't for some reason and so there's this he says the line about um the being volvo. in the volvo and and it being like the safest cars or they really are so safe and then there's just a dead silence yes. <laughs> like you're waiting for laughter to kick in and it never does it's such a bizarre choice that they didn't put laugh track there because i was definitely waiting for it and then it didn't come and i was like oh yeah like you said like is this gonna have no laugh track and then i got really scared yeah because <laughs> although a comedy without laugh track obviously is preferred in you know our our modern times and i think it is better it's better for the humor to not have this stupid laugh track but in a show like this it would be very jarring for them to be like <laughs> telling these really stupid jokes and then just pausing <laughs> yeah we know you guys at home are just uh, but, slapping those knees. But why didn't they put... La they could have just put generic laugh track there. They didn't have to not put anything. It's so weird. They yeah, should have just put I think, something I feel like the rest of the show is probably generic laugh track, too. Maybe there was an audience there, but it feels like yeah. it's just dropped in from another show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because it's so heavy. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. it's It feels really coached. Um, so... <laughs> Mark Braddock is our main character. He comes across this uh, very beautiful, lush green glen and this uh, farmhouse that has been totally unscathed by the nuclear nuclear fallout. Um, he passes out here at this. Yeah, point. he sees it and he's like, "Holy shit!" And then he just passes out from, I guess, excitement. And then we're introduced to our show. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird that this guy's the main character. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be us as the audience, but he... Yeah, he's supposed to be the everyman, I think. He does almost nothing no. in the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's, it's so bizarre that he's the main character, but probably in other episodes he develops a little bit more. But in this episode, we are just Very bland, yeah. getting exposition from him. Maybe that's the point. Maybe he's just supposed to be the cipher that we can inject ourselves into this into this uh, reality right Our that's Mary what sue yeah <laughs> oh boy um so here we are introduced to alice who i will say i need to take a moment 
I will applaud the show for not giving her a very short pixie cut or (laughs) any other stereo. I mean, she's got a lot of stereotypes going on here, but she is. We know that she runs a feminist bookstore. So (laughs) strap in, guys. We're going to just have (laughs) unrelenting jokes there. Um, It's really weird. It's this show is so strange. I mean, uh, everything about it is so strange. I feel like they are coming at it with. Like, they want to be doing good with their premise. Mm-hmm. Like, they want, like, we're setting up this this feminist, but we're going to make it so that people can see that, oh, no, femi- feminists are good. But you're like, but you're doing all these jokes at her expense. Yeah. It, that doesn't work. You can't have it both ways. Well, and she's not the only example of that. Uh, no, that's the whole no, show. Yeah, the that- whole show is just stereotype after stereotype yeah. after stereotype. And do you know all of these stereotypes? <laughs> and if you don't, we will lay them all out for you. Yeah, because there's jokes there, guys. But I, but I mean, it seems like the intent was like we're going to challenge these these ideas and let's in this right maybe really, I do think that that's what it is. I think that this is it's such a heavy premise for this stupid show. It does not make any sense why they would approach it this way. Well, let's let's uh, let's get to the rest of these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah, have sorry. Jack Connors, who is, is the a best very character. the best character. He's our uh, unrelenting optimist. He's a very jovial, likable guy. He's a jokester. <laughs> and his one character trait beyond that is he was homeless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We have Thorpe. I can't remember what his uh, first Curtis name is. is his name. Curtis. Yeah, Curtis Thorpe. Thorpe. Yeah. They usually call him Mister Thorpe he, because he's he's a he's like a banker type. He's a yeah financier. He was a stocks analyst. Um, and we are shown we are privy to the this information or like how dedicated he was to his job when we uh first meet mr thorpe and he asks mark if he had catch if he had caught where the stocks had closed that right. day no yeah and he that's can't hilarious. he can't give up the old the old ways he's got to know where the stock market closes <laughs> i just realized what this show is trying to be i think it is trying to be gilligan's island it is that, that oh yeah that is uh, what i what i read on wikipedia is that it's like kind of like supposed to be pitched as it's like uh, Gilligan's Island, only in the apocalypse. Yeah, because it's all oh, these yeah. various people being thrown together into a situation and having to learn to work together and live together and like all of that stuff. Right. Like, I haven't seen the pilot for Gilligan's Island that I'm aware of, but I don't think it's this heavy of content. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and definitely, we're not we're not bringing up any concept of feminism. Uh, on Gilligan's Island, probably no. not. <laughs> I no, will no, no. point to exhibit A and B of <laughs> Ginger and Mary Ann. Oh, um, uh, what about Mrs. Howell? Rude. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get into that. Being. <laughs> uh, and then who else do we have in the house? That's it. Uh, right at this point. Yeah, Alice, Jack, and Curtis. Correct. And then they kind of go through their the various ways that they were able to survive yeah. the... the uh, uh, the end of the world essentially curtis was in his he was in his uh, office vault, vault right yeah. uh alice was in the basement of her uh bookstore which used that to be a bomb shelter <laughs> used to be a bomb shelter <laughs> okay convenient. and uh jack was under the overpass where because that's lives. where he lives and that's uh yeah, yeah. Thus begins one of the many <laughs> ridiculous... Again, there was nobody else under an overpass. Also, it's that easy to avoid a nuclear blast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, he, he's under the overpass, and they're like, oh, that's that was lucky. And he's like, well, no, I live there. And I was like, well, there was nobody else just stopped under an overpass happening. Maybe they were in a Any, Volvo, yeah. and they were under an overpass. They had double protection. Well, I mean, is this going to be... It's going to be a last man on earth situation where I assume like every episode we get introduced to a More new person characters or, maybe yeah or 
Yeah, because they, they can't just have this core group. I think, I think they can. I think <laughs> looking on looking on IMDb, it looks like they introduce one other character. Okay. But I don't know exactly, obviously, when, but there is one other man introduced at some point in the show's 11-episode run. <laughs> and then also Santa Claus shows up at one point. Oh, man. What? How, why didn't we do the Christmas episode <laughs> I of I kind of want to call pause on this. And then watch another episode. <laughs> Um, Mary Whoopsmas. Oh Lord. Well, that makes sense because in the North Pole, as you know, that's going to be okay. protected, very protected yeah. Yeah. by magic. Of course. Oh, silly uh, me! I forgot about the North Pole magic. Uh, okay. Wait. I want to say that the the very first thing that happens when he wakes, so he wakes up in the farmhouse after yes. passing out, and the very first thing that happens is. <laughs> that uh what jack is like you've passed on and this is heaven yeah and then he's like just kidding so this is the catchphrase of <laughs> oh the just show. kidding yeah is just kidding and yeah and he does it a lot yeah, yeah definitely that is the catchphrase you're totally right because he does it at least three more times I yes. think, in the episode and then he he just keeps making jokes about really awful thing like he's like do you want to have some ch- chicken fried chicken and all this delicious oh, yeah. food and he's like well we don't have any of that so. <laughs> just kidding yeah it as you can imagine becomes a point of contention within the group yeah i it, it is one of those things where at least somebody does eventually break and say like fucking yeah, stop like, it not, you need to knock it off <laughs> because if that was if this was real that immediately that guy would be like you you are forbidden from doing that ever again yeah. it, this is ridiculous and you're really hurting people's feelings Go sleep outside. <laughs> he's, is Which that because be, he's homeless? That's really <laughs> rude, Morgan. Say, and then they would make a joke like, you're, you're used to it. Or he would say he was used yeah. to it. Oh, Moving get, on. Get used to insensitive jokes. They are a theme. Oh, yeah. they're coming. Um, I do like, because it's 1992, uh, our stocks analyst is bragging about the life he had and the fact that he had <laughs> a, cell a cellular phone. No, a oh, cellular yes. phone. Sorry, he does say yeah. cellular. Um, okay. My cellular telephone. Which gets a huge laugh because and his, has his oh, and his wife who gets liposuction every year. Every year, uh, she also does charity, Josh. <laughs> it's not just the superficiality. Give her credit. Is this when we get our knock at the door? Yeah, this is around that that point. Yeah, where, we, can, we can get to there. Uh, we get here, knock at the door, and then of course Jack Connors comes through with, "Hey, there's a beautiful woman outside." And of course, uh, just kidding. There we go. I was waiting for it. I can't see anything. <laughs> um, and then, then we get a really uh, awkward moment. Let's amp up the drama. Uh oh, there's a black gentleman at the front door. And that's where we all went, oh, God. Yeah, there's a long pause when he walks in the room, and they just they cut to the group looking at him, then they cut to him, then they cut back to the group looking at him, then they cut to him. <laughs> I want to know, how close was this to the L.A. riots? Is this before the L.A. riots? Is this after? I mean, it's 92, so... I mean... I don't know. Uh, oh, boy. But again, I'm, I think that they're coming at this with, like, good intentions. They like, are. They are trying to be like, hey, let's let's figure out race relations on this, like really stupid apocalypse comedy because they they do make the uh, not to give this shouldn't be this is overcompensating because they do are like no this is a uh, this is a doctor he's clearly the smartest man in the room right which is great we're not falling this could be yeah they're not <laughs> so yeah. terrible and i'm i'm thankful to the show for that um well also uh that actor is awesome and the and the character is actually oh, yeah. really good so but, we should say uh, oh it was um uh, the actor's name is i'm sorry is I'm so his name is sliders. sliders yes john sliders <laughs> he uh yeah clavant derrick 
he was uh, he was Rembrandt on Sliders for five years, uh, which I loved that show when I was a kid. So right. when he walked in, I was like, oh, just slide out of there, man, because <laughs> you don't need to be there. But which is to, great because this would be like an episode of Sliders. Like yes, sliders. <laughs> you would end up in this place where there had been a nuclear disaster and there was just five people in a cabin. You're right. like, oh, boy, when can we get out of here? Right. But to answer your question, this show came out in uh, September of 92. The riots ended in May. May so they yeah. were probably even maybe even filming this like right, right around that time since for and pilot season and stuff nearby yeah <laughs> Yikes. oh my god okay oof boy okay so we're this is dr ross we find out that he survived because he was in the morgue of his hospital he's a, oh he's a pathologist which which would be that's an interesting character to have right. in this kind of situation um there's a great joke where he did see one other person out on the road a guy in a car <laughs> oh, just yeah. passed him up and then we get a, a cut to Mr. Thorpe looking. Oh, he's yeah, like, some he asshole like drove past me and refused <laughs> to pick me up. And then Mr. Thorpe is like, that might have been me. Uh, okay. But so, so he survived because he was in a two-level basement, like two levels underground. Yeah, which makes uh, sense. W- well, not really. Once again, there's nobody else that was underground. He's in there with the dead people. I feel like it's a. They're making it a lot easier to survive a nuclear holocaust than it actually would be. Well, they're not saying that they're that they're the only survivors. They don't know who's out there. That's true. I mean, they're just the only survivors in this area. Correct. They just happen still seems to like a low number to me. Come across this oasis. Okay. Okay, I'll give it a pass. I mean, those all seem at least somewhat plausible it's it's i still going back to the the uh situation that mark finds himself in right that situation is so implausible because the way we see it it's not just that he happened to be in his car parked somewhere and and he was able to duck down and survive but like he is at the atm (laughs) there is a flash and then everything is gone except (laughs) for the pillar (laughs) next to his car quarter of the pillar yeah and it's like Oh, how how is that but possible? Josh, <laughs> for comedy's sake, I mean, I get it, but it's a great just psychic. it's oh man. Yeah, no, the, there's there's some problems with this story. It doesn't quite check out. Um, okay, so this is our core group of people. Poor Doctor Ross is stuck here with all these crazy white people. I'm on his side. He does have. I did genuinely like when when he shows up and he sees all of them standing there, and he's like, "Are there any other black people here? Yes. There's nobody upstairs, right?" And and then they're like, "No." And then he comes in, and she uh, Alice goes at him with a bunch of stuff, and he's like, "Are there any black people in the basement? Maybe." <laughs> yeah. Like they keep saying ignorant things, and he's just like, "God, why yeah, no. am I stuck so, here?" So again. You can see the the intentions of of the people behind this. Right. Yeah. Alice. Oh, boy. Alice is maybe the most problematic character. They don't know how to... They just don't know how to write her to be not... She just keeps doing awful stuff. Yeah. No, they're playing up the stereotype. But I mean, but I do... So, or maybe they're ahead of their time and they're commenting on white feminism, which Mm -hmm. is exactly what she's doing. Yeah. I doubt that that's probably what yeah. they're doing, but I will I, give it credit. At a certain point, we have to stop giving this show so, so much <laughs> credit. leeway there, on credit. There was a great moment between Alice and Dr. Ross where Dr. Ross is like, I'm a black man. This is a really awful situation for me. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, let me pull my lady card, even though I'm a white lady. I'm going to pull mm-hmm. my lady card. <laughs> Who's uh, dis- more discriminated? Mm-hmm. All right. We're, we cut to, and this is where I'm not sure about this device this is where our main character is sitting outside and he's like i think the narration says something to the effect of i'm st- I started, I started writing, writing in my journal oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so it's going to be a narration like the whole show is going to be narrated by him 
Did we not? Is that the first example of narration in the show? No, he does it at the beginning. He does it like right at the very beginning, just briefly explaining what happened. And then we get it in the middle, like right before I think the act break. And then we get it at the end, too. I have some notes on this show. <laughs> okay. I have some network notes. All right. Um, <clears throat> I, this, I guess, is a funny joke. Did the oh, Sweden good. have the oh. highest suicide rate? Is that a oh, thing? Oh, boy. <laughs> what, again, what a dark joke. He's like, <laughs> it's weird that the safest car comes from the people that kill themselves the most. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that, this show, Next the, scene. The tone of this show. Like, I, I think that probably when they wrote the show... Uh, they were intending it to be darker, like whoever created the show wanted it to be more of a dark dramedy kind of situation. But since it was bought by Fox, they wanted to make it a goofy sitcom because the they, the theme and a lot of the jokes really clash with the goofy sitcom setting, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> there's more to the show. Uh, OK, it's next day. They're sitting at a table, our whole group. Some great jokes here with Dr. Ross, who is in a terrible situation, but it has been made worse by the fact that he doesn't have his preferred choice of artificial sweetener. <laughs> oh, that oh, yes. is a good joke. <laughs> so, and he's he's the best character. Yeah. He, like, his delivery is deadpan and delicious. I love it. Um, so they're all trying to figure out uh, what you would do in this situation. A, why are we here? Why do we survive? Um, Dr. Ross throws out there, like, just law of probability of course this is pure chance random chaos alice suggests that maybe they're there for a reason to start a new society and since we're starting this new society we're gonna break down all those glass ceilings and there's gonna be a woman at the forefront here this scene doesn't really carry us anywhere it doesn't really i mean it just sets up like that they i mean it has a lot of exposition like about the characters and like and setting up like that that they don't know what they're going to be doing yet. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we don't... I don't really feel like we learn more on the characters themselves. It just is like, hey, there's going to be conflict, although we established that in the first scene. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just it's just there to, uh, I guess, give us a little bit more of who they are. And also to set up, like, well, now this is what the show is. It's us restarting society yeah, and trying sure. to trying to make it work and it's going to be very silly right because then they try to make a garden and that goes spectacularly terrible (laughs) so they decide like we gotta let's start our own infrastructure let's where do we need to go first agriculture great we've got this great land go outside we're gonna plant wheat right but oh there's no instructions. There's no instructions on the wheat seed bag. <laughs> Which again is a that's a pretty good joke. It's not delivered great, but like Excuse you. That was delivered by Jack. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just the idea that there would be instructions on like in, uh, industrial sized wheat seed is pretty funny. But. Also, that I mean, I get that it's a, it's a joke, but Jack has already been established as like um wasn't he he built houses yeah. before, he, before Yeah, he's a carpenter. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a carpenter. So like He's not stupid. Yeah, he's like yeah. He, he knows how things work, and I think they're just dumbing him down. To well, they're dumbing down everybody. everybody. Yeah, maybe because, that's maybe that's probably part of uh, what happened with the the uh, nuclear assault. Right. Everyone is the stupider. White stripe yeah. is yeah. yes. That's also on their it's brain. Yeah. That's part of the that's part of where their brain was lobotomized. <laughs> well, you know that hair follicles directly go into. Right. Um, but I mean, it, it is funny because they. I guess they eventually do like resolve not knowing how to plant the seeds but 
for a while they're like i don't know how do you plant seeds and everybody's like i don't know i've never done it before <laughs> and then eventually they're just like probably just like dig a hole and bury them and put well, water dr. on it dr ross says why don't we dig a hole put the seeds in there put water on it yeah and um, then they're like oh yeah i guess that makes sense we do get <laughs> i know you guys are waiting for it the minute we talked about a feminism or fe- feminist uh in the show we get a great example of feminism equals lesbianism oh God, where yeah. alice talks about well you know i have my feminist gardening book who makes the joke that there's oh, oh it's, it's thor right? yeah of course something tells me that there's no zucchinis in that garden right oh <laughs> uh, we're high five and left and right but, but <laughs> air he's horn, supposed to be a douche like it's not supposed to be like yeah i guess that's fair yeah they definitely set him up as like the the worst character yes, i guess he's he's pretty awful so this is kind of falling apart it's clear that they need a leader and then we take a little bit of time squabbling on who should be the leader, Thorpe, right. because he was a big time financier, suggests that he should be in charge. Well, he just immediately is like, I'm in charge. And yeah. everybody else is like, mm, no. But And then there's a moment where with Dr. Ross, where, right, where he says something to the effect of, is this too soon? Where he says, uh, oh, that uh, Dr. Ross, he, insinu- he says directly to Dr. Ross that he's not somebody of his station. That's oh, yeah, that's, that's a little later. bit later. Yeah. But yeah, th- this is when Alice tries to nominate herself to be leader. Mm-hmm. And, and she's the like, audience you know, laughs. <laughs>, <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the audience... A woman in charge. Not only does the audience laugh, but the characters just kind of stare at her blankly. Like, right. come on, are you serious? What are you thinking? Yeah. Like, it's so... It's so clear where the show's politics lie with that right. aspect. They're like, there's no way a woman could lead a new society. What are you talking about? Yeah. Maybe it's... let's wait until sometime like 2016. Too soon, guys? <laughs> Is this getting too real for you? Um, yeah, but she does make a joke like when she realizes it's not going her way. She's like, okay, I guess yeah. the next apocalypse, yeah, uh, a woman gets to lead. It still was a little bit insulting that the audience laughed when she was <laughs> no, saying, absolutely. Like, maybe a woman should be in charge. <laughs> Come on, Jesus Christ. Oh boy. Uh, all right. So, so they say, uh, they, they basically they're like, we have to put somebody in charge. I guess Mark is the least objectionable <laughs> because he has no personality. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We know nothing about Mark. Let's put him in charge. Do we even know what kind of teacher he was? Uh, I don't remember if they even say what he was teaching. Like, I'm, I was teaching history or right. something like it that. It was or... so brief, I didn't even catch what he was teaching. We did have a problem up, up top where the show yeah, the... was kind of edited terribly yeah. on our end. It just sort of starts in the middle of the opening yeah. credits. But yeah, it, 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 it shows him very briefly in front of a bunch of kids, but it, I don't think it ever says what kind of teacher he is. So, like, I, I feel like there should be... He's our main character, but like there are big chunks of the show where he's just not doing anything. He's just kind of wandering around in the background of a scene while jokes are happening. Yeah, yeah. and pretty much any of the big conversations that they're having, like, oh, why are we here and all that stuff? And like, how are we going to plant the seeds? It's like, Mark has no opinion on those. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys figure that out. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, he's the leader. Uh, he He's selected as the leader, and they say... What do we do? And then he just says the exact same plan they had just come up with, mm-hmm. and they yep. plant some seeds. And then Jack gets on the tractor, <laughs> but he doesn't know how to drive a tractor. Which, again, that's a flaw for somebody who's worked in Yeah, who's worked with machinery. It's probably a flaw for anybody who's driven a car. <laughs> I doubt that it's that significantly no. different. <laughs> Um, farmers out there you can you can add me and tell me how wrong i am <laughs> well i think i think if we operate under the assumption like we said that everyone has 
gone insane because of this nuclear explosion. Right. They've lost the abilities to do the simplest things. Well, and we know Mark the- didn't. He drove to the dr- to the house. <laughs> Fair. It makes the it makes things work a little bit better in the context right. of the show. So we're now back inside, and we're eating dinner. And oh man, do we get a classic Jack, oh, <laughs> Mister X, guys? <laughs> Tuck in. Uh, they're eating corned beef hash out of a giant can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Jack says, oh, this uh, tastes pretty good. Especially for... And he's like looking at the underside of the can. Mm-hmm. Especially for something that expired many years ago. And everyone, of course, drops their forks. And he goes, just, just kidding. kidding. Oh, Jack, you're I a mean, treasure. They're, they're in a pretty uh, bad position to be judging the kinds of food that they're eating. I, I feel like they would be like, oh, well, I mean, it's the apocalypse. Gotta eat what we gotta eat. Yeah. Like, also, that can look like it was 100 years old. They didn't suspect anything. <laughs> Go eat leaves. Like, that's those are your options. I am light on notes here. I think I think this is where your your initial idea Got of yeah. not being on the same station, this is where everybody sort of uh, comes into conflict with everyone else. Yeah, like, it's it's all coming to a head now. They're all yeah. pissed off because the it didn't go well. The, their wheat planting excursion didn't go well, and they're all fighting with each other. Which... What so here, just for reality's <laughs> yeah. sake, what's the alternative? If you go out on your own, what's your what's the likelihood of survival versus sucking it up and trying to make something work with a group of people? I mean, I imagine it would be much less because I mean, while you might only have to scrounge for yourself, like for food or, or whatever, or shelter, if you are not good at that, then you're gonna die pretty quickly, I feel like. So yeah. I feel like working with people especially in a, the location that they're in, which yeah. seems untouched by this this chaos, uh, yeah, you would suck it up and just do it. Like, And it looks pretty... Like, the house itself is a pretty decent size, so I'm like, you guys don't need to be constantly on top of each other like yeah. they have been. Yeah, there's there's space for them. And I, I'm curious if, like, the show... like Because I, I saw that they added another character. I wonder if it's the person who owns the mm, cabin. Yeah. Because they say, well... Whoever was here had it stocked really well for right. long periods of time. So I feel like they have to bring that person back at some point. Right. Or maybe they're just dead in the basement and they haven't gone down there to investigate <laughs> but yet. That is a big question mark that they set up without any payoff. So you're right. It probably yeah, has they've to gotta come, come out to. of like I was, I was expecting that person to show up at the end of the episode and be like, what are you all doing in my house? Like, yeah. that's how the episode was going to end. Was this character walking in and going, what is everybody doing here? Right. Yeah. I'm so glad that's not how it ended because the ending is great. <laughs> Morgan, what was your what was your gasp about you just had a gasp i'm sure it was a dumb joke that's now gone out of my brain um okay so yeah where conflict is like we're really heating up here um mr thorpe like says something to dr ross i don't remember the context but yeah he he's basically saying like i'm better than you and then he uh the doctor's like Oh, because I'm black? And then he's like, well, that that is one of the many He's like, reasons. that's my second, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, they, they, they don't really, uh, it's it's weird because everything that that Thorpe does is pretty rotten. Like, he's, he's, a, he's rotten to Alice, he's rotten to Dr. Ross, but, like, they're still trying to make him this, like, lovable curmudgeon. Like right. they're yeah. trying to have it both ways. Like he it's blatantly says, "I don't like you because you're black," <laughs> yeah. and they're still trying to make him one of the central characters not, of this not show. Even I don't like you. I am above you. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am better than you because you're black. You're and it's like, holy class. shit! Yeah. All of you are second class, but especially this black guy. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Alice comes to Doctor Ross's uh, rest to yeah. his defense, and and rightly so, he says, "I can fight my own battles." Yeah. Very assertively right and then who said who no, it's was jack 
yeah. Jack's like, you sh- you shouldn't be rude to that lady. Yeah, and she's way. like, <laughs> she says, oh god, he's an African American. He has the right to be rude. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, how many? Okay, Lord. so how many? Uh, how many black people were on the writing staff for this I show? Zero. Think, I don't think. <laughs> I'm gonna say zero. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I I mean, as 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 an actor, I'm sure that this this guy was probably happy to have a role because it's a sitcom. It's on a, a network. You know, who knows if it's gonna last for a long time? Right. That's a yeah. that's a good paycheck. Sometimes you take roles that you're not happy with. But I wonder how he felt about some of these jokes yeah. and these lines. Do you think like at Crafty, he's pulling us the head writer aside to be like? take this with a grain of salt yeah. but <laughs> yeah. as an actual black man let me let me just give you some direction oh boy so it comes to a head and everyone just decides like we all gotta disperse we can't we're not working well together yeah fuck you guys i'm gonna go off on my own i'm going home and then oh boy we get another dock at the dock at the door wait. <laughs> who is it <laughs> uh uh, of course, we get a call back to our early joke yes. with Mr. Jack, where he leans out the window and goes, it's a beautiful woman. And everyone's like waiting for the just kidding. But oh, wait, it's not kidding. It is an interactive woman. Uh, we get a hubba hubba out of Dr. Ross, which is pretty funny. That is good because he does call himself out on it. He says that and he goes, where did that come yeah, from? Like, I've been, that was a, that was a good moment. <laughs> like, I feel like maybe in the script it just said hubba hubba and he was like, yeah, he ad libbed no, that. Like, what like, the no, fuck? No. Why, why does my character say this? Like, well, it like is, through osmosis, I'm picking up on white people. <laughs> it's that 90s thing, too, of like an attractive woman shows up in a place and then every man is yes. like their tongues are falling out of their yeah. faces and they're drooling all over the place and it's like nobody acts like that no. what are you doing oh boy um but of course is, is she an intelligent character <laughs> no, no of course, course not, not. <laughs> strong uh, feminist uh, voice no no this is the dumbest person <laughs> in the planet with uh, a weak valley girl affectation um yeah what's her name i didn't catch suzanne it. stillman she's a manicurist she, yeah <laughs> she uh her hair is all frizzy she Which calls is the, it the main thing she's concerned about yeah. she has no idea that there's been a nuclear holocaust yeah she she just thinks all the businesses are gone right <laughs> like the buildings are gone for some reason yeah they, are, they, so they call weird. out like we had a nuclear fallout and she's like i just i don't read the news or i didn't catch the news in the (laughs) last few days nor does she is she really concerned about that when they tell her she's just sort of like oh hmm my hair though yeah (laughs) this is a problem Uh, okay so now conflict we get maybe the hardest right guys guys (laughs) i need you guys to stop what you're doing if you're driving you need to pull over whatever you think happens next on this show oh we get the distant sound of banging or thumping mm-hmm. and so we got to go out and we got to investigate what what do we see i don't <laughs> i don't know what i was expecting it to be like i'm i'm trying to remember while the episode was playing like what is it that they're going to see is it going to be cuz it sounds it sounds very metallic it does sound like a banging noise yeah. so i was like oh is there going to be some weird tank or like a truck the 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 crazy person who owns the cabin's going to show up now and we're going to have to deal with this you know nutty militia man or something who's mad at them for being in his house no it's not that at all no <laughs> well, i will say for real quick there was a brief moment in my mind where 
this is just I thought this would have been hilarious. I thought that it was more bombs going off, and then we were gonna wipe this cast out, and then we were gonna <laughs> cut no to way that would have been brilliant. Survivor. I <laughs> I was genuinely set up for for uh, a switcheroo, like oh, what's happening outside? Something crazy, and then it's a kitty cat, you know, like and you're oh, like yeah, you're like ah. But I, no, I also had the idea that it might be like an alien spaceship or something. Oh, that like, would have been great. Oh, the aliens are here now that the humans have wiped themselves out and they're going to harvest the earth and we're going to have to deal with aliens as well. But they got out and they're like, saw that there were survivors <laughs> yeah. and they're like, oh God, this is awkward. These people oh, are the worst. Boy. Never mind. <laughs> um, it is. It's a giant fucking spider. Oh, man, is it great. <laughs> Guys. And, and the, we see it. Uh, again, like in a sitcom, I was kind of more expecting it to be like, uh, the, holy shit, look at that giant spider. And then we just see like a leg in frame or something, which they do do also. But we do get a wide shot of the spider. Yeah, but it's not even, they could have done like old school B-movie them style, like that stock person, footage stock of the spider. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. It's like, a little, it's it's a, like a little puppet, like yeah. off in the distance. Yeah. So it works surprisingly well. I was I was like, well, that's kind of inventive at least. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just it's not just cutting to stock footage or doing something weird like they actually built a thing that they put, you yeah. know, on the set, which is like, oh, that's kind of fun. Exactly. It definitely exceeded my expectations for a sitcom. Like, I was not expecting there to be practical spider effects. Yeah. So good <laughs> job, guys. spiders of any kind. No, they, they speculate that this must be because of the radioactivity, right. um, which that makes me wonder, like, does the rest of the... Do they slowly start to get bigger <laughs> the rest of the show? Like, they build the set smaller each episode, so eventually they're poking their hands out of windows and stuff. Which, you know, there's going to be a joke from uh, Mr. Thorpe about, like, oh, I wonder what could get bigger. <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping for... That was a phallus joke for the people at home. Oh, Continue. it was about wieners. Yes. Got it. Uh, I'm hoping that there, there was, like, a, uh, a Twilight Zone-esque twist where this is just an enormous house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they, they all are giants, but they don't know it yet until another episode where they're, like... And then they find the, the remnants of a car or something, and they're like, or, look how tiny it is. Or the spider is normal size, and they've all been shrunk. <gasps> And it's a model house. Yes. That makes more sense. But, uh, yeah, so the spider, uh, they they decide to, well, who Suzanne, I think, faints, right? She falls yes. down because she's scared. And then they all try to run inside, and Alice is like, I'm going to face this or something. Well, because here's, this is another problem we have. We get this attractive young woman brought into the story, and oh, Alice's yeah. reaction isn't, there's another female here let's another person who's a part of the group it's no. uh, immediately that's a i'm now Enemy. against that woman yeah and and all the other and and to be fair the guys are kind of acting like that too like yeah. they immediately disconnect from alice i mean jack even forgets her name yeah at a point and because they're so uh smitten now with this new woman who's come in because that's all women can serve they're only sexual beings they're not anything else there's no depth there so i think alex is that your motorcycle (laughs) sorry i'm on my rides here guys Um, so alice i think she goes after the spider because she's like well, this weak woman here, I'm going to show everyone. Oh, I see. Yeah. I think that's what the context was. And we get two spider legs that pick her up. <laughs> and it's amazing. Well, it, and it, it, it is like an out of nowhere. Like she's like, I'm going to get the spider. And then the spider just immediately, immediately catches her. 
it's pretty funny. I was I was wondering if the show was going to like really do something crazy and just kill Alice right here, That's and what then I thought, yeah. and then just keep going on with the other woman. Like we we had this woman, we introduced a better woman. We're gonna kill this one and get her out of here. <laughs> right? Might not have sent the best message, but it would have been a bold choice for this show to be like, and we killed one of the main characters already. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Game of Thrones. Every say, episode, George R. R. Martin is yep. somewhere like, oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, he he saw this and was like oh what if, yeah goddamn motorcycle is happening? <laughs> motorcycle convention <laughs> <laughs> oh i forgot that was happening today but, um yeah he saw this episode and was like oh it would have been so much better if one of the main characters died <laughs> seriously motorcycles <laughs> like, what the fuck are that? they doing wheelies out front <laughs> oh my god stunt show uh, <laughs> the hell's angels are here <laughs> <laughs> let's come on in guys um okay so we gotta rescue alice Dr. Ross, quick thinking, is like, hey, we just had that corned beef hash. There's nitrates in that meat. If you get some vinegar, we can create some tear gas. Let's make that happen. I like that you remembered the science behind it. I was just like, I don't know, something about making <laughs> tear gas. Why? Why, Michael? Why can't because the you're woman, a woman remember? <laughs> I expect. I fully expected Josh to. <laughs> but you? Nope, I forgot it. Um, I was worried about my hair fly away. <laughs> okay, that, oh, that was a joke that was good. Oh, well. Oh, watch the show. Too bad. Go watch it. So they concoct this plan. Like, they're going to make this tear gas. We got to get it up to the spider, though. How are we going to do that? (laughs) Mark shows up for once. This guy disappears for lengths on end (laughs) uh, with a mop and is like, well, if we can get this up to his face. Here's the reason we need Thorpe here, guys. <laughs> I mean, you could have Thorpe. written any other character to do this. This is a completely uh, manufactured problem. Oh, it, we have to have somebody who can throw it with perfect accuracy. A real save the Alice moment, if you will. <laughs> um, he's like, I was the javelin tosser, thrower, I don't know, uh, at ha- Harvard. 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> The most Ivy League of schools. (laughs) Harvard Business School. Um, So great. We got this all set up. Whatever reason, they don't have vinegar. So, oh, Oh, this is what Suzanne now is proving why she needs to be there. She has. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. What's wrong with you? No, no, keep going. No, it's fine. Okay. You. you have to set up. The, you have to set up the thing before I say the joke that I was. Okay, got say. it. So Suzanne's like, "Wait a minute. What about nail polish remover?" Wow, we're all working together as a team. <laughs> that was really good. Do you want to take that again? Uh, no, that was perfect. Okay. And Dan Pratt. They actually say that, don't they? I feel like they do. I feel like maybe I'm misremembering it, but I feel like someone says we're all working together now. Or maybe it's maybe so it's, heavy-handed that maybe we just felt like they yeah. Said, yeah maybe the Mark, subtext is just text. Mark kind of says that at the end, like yeah. when they're toasting to each other. Um, but yeah, so then so then Thorpe throws that that uh, mop javelin, and, and then we get some. I'm sorry, the best, uh, not even fully work, like voiceover work from that the spider. You gave me blank. Do you remember? No. It was like. <laughs> I was like, did it talk? It definitely made a noise. Damn you! <laughs> Shook its spider fists. Rude. And then it drops Alice, which yes. is funny. Like, straight uh, down. <laughs> like at least eight or nine feet, she falls. I mean, maybe not dead, but she would definitely break a couple of ribs. Um, oh, Alice. Yeah, and then they have that nice little toast at the end because they're all friends again because right. they they were all working together and they realize that they're a family and you Josh. Know, 
The spider brought us together. That's right. They toasted the spider because <laughs> at first yeah. everybody's like, what? Toast to the spider? But it was a villain. No, because it brought us all closer together. Whoops. I wish they would have had like a Cindy Lauper. That's uh, what the style. that's what the spider should have said when it uh when oh, it like got hit. Whoops. Or when Alice when Alice falls, it's like whoops or something. Just yeah. like a hard cut into her uh, face. I was, in. I'm wondering if if in the other episodes, did they fight the spider again? Do they fight other large insects? Like I know that's what I was thinking. Like, are there going to be like every episode? Like they have to fight something. There's a giant ant or a big butterfly or it's something all, that's always attacking insects. them. I like a giant butterfly or a giant rat or something. They have to deal with like yeah. that would be that would be interesting. But I don't know if they would have the budget for it outside right. of the pilot. Yeah. Like the pilot, you might throw a little bit extra stuff in there <laughs> right. to kind of you yeah, know get people it. interested. And Gotta then them and then the the later episodes are just in that. Yeah. In that little set that we have, that little house. Unfortunately, I would guess that that's what it will be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it would also be pretty funny if it was always the giant spider. Like, the same fucking it's, it's spider. back again, and they name it. They're like, <laughs> there's Stuart. Uh, <laughs> Stuart the spider. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we close out with more narration where he's talking about just, you and know, society. And the craziest summer of our lives. <laughs> And we the end, end and we end with a solid uh, 90s era toothpaste tube joke. Mm-hmm. Yep. The last tube of toothpaste oh, yes. and someone squeezes it from the middle. Ah! Freeze frame. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a middle squeezer. I'm just going to say it. I know you are. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to say it. I don't care. And that's the end of whoops. That's the end. Of, well, it's almost the end of whoops. It's the end of this episode. Well, anyway. I mean, for maybe for me. <laughs> okay. So this I looked this guy up, the guy who created the show, Gary Jacobs. Uh-huh. Um, he's done actually not, not a ton of stuff, but he's done some things. This was his second to last, uh, thing that he worked on. Right. The, the second thing he worked on or the last thing he worked on was all American girl, which was a oh, show yeah. that uh, I, that I don't really know much about, but that's the Margaret Cho show, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. From the nineties maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he, he co-created that. Uh, he wrote a couple episodes, of empty nest, uh, wrote a couple episodes, a uh, new heart, uh, more than a couple. But the thing that jumped out at me was that he was, he worked on most of the episodes of thick of the night, Alan Thick's TV show. Oh, really? I don't yeah, even he, know that was a thing. Yeah, Alan Thicke had a TV talk show in the early 80s, and this guy worked on most of those. So he has quite a pedigree. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, All-American Girl is a Stay Tuned. I'm going to throw that out there. Is it? Was it only one season? Uh, I think it was like... Two. Yeah, I think so. 19 episodes. Weird. Uh, that's a show that I watched when it was on, so... Uh, okay, guys, as much as we love to make fun of bad TV, we also believe every show has a silver lining, and that's why we have to find something that we genuinely liked. It's time to say something nice. Morgan, do you have anything genuinely nice that you could say about this show? I... I, I genuinely applaud the effort to make to make us not even a st- oh god Jesus can I pass to Josh this week because I might need a minute for this okay Josh do you have something I, I think I'm gonna say kind of what you were leaning towards which I think it's interesting that in the early 90s we're doing a sitcom that appears pretty uh inclusive like we have uh, a couple of women main characters we have a black main character we we are trying to not avoid those topics Mm -hmm. that were 
uh, obviously, you know, at the time period that this was happening, kind of in the public consciousness. So we are talking about women's issues and feminism, and we are talking about uh, racism a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, couched in jokes, but it is there. So I think that's interesting that they're trying to do that i mean it's not totally successful but they are trying yeah and we're looking at this from the lens of 2018 true but so for 92 yeah it's it's, i guess kind of progressive and i think that dr ross is a good character Mm -hmm. yes just his his commentary on the situation like i feel like if it were made today maybe he would be the main character Mm -hmm. and he would still end up in a house full of white people but it would be this weird kind of you know, I, I don't know, fish out of water type thing where he's trying to, you know, deal with all of this. But yeah, I think I think he's a good character and I think it's interesting what they're trying to do. I just don't think they succeed. Execution yeah. is not so great. And there was genuine, I laughed a few times with not not ironically like i normally do like i some of those jokes landed well with there are some decent jokes yeah and i and uh like the character work itself it's not none of these actors were terrible yeah i think everyone gave it their all which is yeah yeah they're they're all pretty accomplished actors like they've been in stuff so it's not just random there's actual talent in the show which is rare for our podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so there's 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 quite a few uh elements that are genuinely for sure. good. Um I'm gonna say that I think that this is Can we just hold for that guy? <laughs> Let's just get as much motorcycle as we can. Uh are we going away or are we just sitting oh. there? <laughs> okay. Well for all of our, our, just our cycle heads, all yeah. of our, our, our fans that love the sound of a good motorcycle rev. I hope you're enjoying this. <laughs> Welcome to Motorcycle Cast, <laughs> where we listen to motorcycles rev in the parking lot. Vroom, vroom. To... We try to, with our expertise, we try to guess which type of motorcycle it is. <laughs> Mine, I'm going to say one of those ones with a sidecar. Okay. <laughs> is it's it a type of motorcycle, right? Sands dog with goggles or? Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. No, the, the dog with goggles is there. Yeah. And Michael, is the writer wearing one of those vests that said, if you can read this, the bitch fell off? Uh, no, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> okay, it's one of the few that doesn't have that. Oh, yeah, I, I'm going to disagree and say that it's a good old-fashioned crotch rocket. <laughs> okay. That's more likely for this this area. No, I think if you, <laughs> if you pay attention very closely... Maybe. I've run out of motorcycle knowledge, <laughs> so I can not, not make any more jokes. Um, we'll just have to live with the motorcycle noise. <laughs> he is continuing to go. Um, the thing that I liked about this show, we'll pretend it's a generator powering our uh, powering our post-apocalyptic... In our, say, uh, in our own farmhouse. Uh, I, I think that the premise of this show is pretty interesting, uh, even though I hated the comic element of it, even though some of the jokes were funny, I think the comic element took way, way too much away from, uh, the situation that they built that could have been really interesting. And, you know, all the guys, all the stuff that you guys are saying could have been made a lot better if they hadn't have been so silly with the idea. But even though I initially, my initial thought was like, that's a weird idea for a comedy. I actually think that it could have worked pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is kind of what, last man on earth with will forte is exactly. like it's yeah, basically absolutely. that and that show is done very well it and is. it's a comedy but it's played straight and it's not you know it's obviously not sitcom there's no laugh track or anything like that but that's essentially what that is it is it, you if you want to know how you can make the show work watch last yeah man on earth. that's basically it i mean you have these 
this person who starts as a you know single person and comes in to, comes in with all these other people and forms a society and and you know rebuilds the world and i think the difference is that there is a the way that the reason that show works really well is one it's better written but the you know our our sort of uh, step step in with Will Forte. He's just a total idiot and <laughs> a, a loser, and we don't have that with our main character in yeah. this show. He's just so blank. That right? There's nothing to grab onto, and like Will Forte makes an interesting lead character. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> you you care about him. You want to know what he's gonna do. You don't uh, not know anything about him at the end of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, correct. There's a little more nuance. This guy, boy. <laughs> yeah. He's like a bad... Which is too bad, because like, the actor is somebody that I think has comedic chops yeah. from other things that I've seen him in, so it's kind of a waste of his character, or of his uh, acting. When he, The characters that he typically plays are suitable for a side character. Right. It is kinda, a little, you know, they're, there's a little more extreme. I guess, well, maybe not... I'm thinking more of uh, him on uh, Californ- Californication, but um, I guess on... Uh, Sex in the City, it's kind of a little more subdued. So with the same cast, who who do you think would have been a better lead character than who we got? Dr. Ross. Okay, yeah. That, I think that's, yeah, I think that's clear. Absolutely. Uh, he, he, he makes the most sense for the lead character, and even, he kind of even becomes the main character once he enters the show. Yeah. Except that we're not getting his narration. Everything seem, is kind of focused around him. So maybe it was like a backdoor way of making him the main character. Although this was the 90s, so they probably would have had uh, Mr. Thorpe be the... <laughs> I was gonna say, oh no, oh lord. Well, I mean that, and that's like a true fish out of water situation. Well, I mean Doctor Ross too, but this guy who's had been, I assume, been waited on hand and foot his entire life. Yeah, um, has to fend for himself now. Yeah, Morgan, get a little bit of humanity. Hello, Michael. Would you watch another episode of Whoops? Wait, hang on. Sorry, Whoops. Gotta say it loud. I so and the show thinking absolutely not however this new bit of the information that santa claus shows up <laughs> that yeah i want to see that episode I, I wonder if that's online anywhere but yeah if it's the christmas episode i assume okay. or if not even better <laughs> i want to see santa it claus aired in march episode. that yeah, would just... be amazing if it was not a christmas episode yeah. and they were just like holy shit santa that's how bad shit has gotten they've dr- it's now driven santa down from the north pole oh i thought you meant in the ratings and i was like yeah probably uh, sweep sweep <laughs> yeah. gotta bring in santa special guest star this week santa claus <laughs> in february <laughs> oh, what? Whoops. oh yeah it's, it's uh there would have to be i can guarantee you if santa shows up in, in, in a christmas episode it magically snows and someone says it's nuclear winter <laughs> oh god oh, jesus christ they didn't um, say nuclear family in the episode the, so. the finale is called nuclear family okay thank god <laughs> they didn't let that pun slip by them are the reindeer ginormous oh. <laughs> no but they are spiders weirdly oh, okay. yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> santa had to kill and eat all of his reindeer and he enlisted all these spiders to oh, pull his sleigh boy. Josh. Uh, josh would you watch another episode uh, yeah, de- definitely. I definitely want to see the Christmas one, and I would like to see that because I know that there's another character introduced. I'd like to see that episode, like yeah. how they bring in another person, who it is, if it's who I believe it is, which is the guy who owns the cabin. Right. Like I, I'd like to see how they add another person. Whoa! <laughs> I hope they come in riding a giant motorcycle, <laughs> a giant mutated motorcycle. I like to think that he was concurring with you. Yes, I, I chose that. That was revving in agreement. <laughs> This is our new. These are our fans. No, this is our new uh, co-host. This is the only capacity. Disembodied, a disembodied motorcycle. motorcycle. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. This never happens. <laughs> oh, God. Michael, would you watch another episode? I I guess so. I, like I said, I liked the premise, but it, it was a, really uncomfortable, a lot of this episode was. Uh, but I guess now that they've set up the premise, I can feel a little bit more okay with it. Well, but... that's that's the thing, is like, what the hell is this show week to week? Like, yeah. what is it? Do they? Is it just them trying to build a new society? So is it like every week they have to do a new thing? Like, oh, we got to put up a barn. Because they do say something about a barn, barn raising. Yeah. Or we have to learn how to cook this thing. Or... We have a weird conflict that we need to figure out. Like, because it being a sitcom, it's hard to make these little 22-minute little nuggets of story that are compelling in any way. Because it's like, so we have to do this. We do it. The episode's over. Right. And like you're saying, like that's another uh, benefit of Last Man on Earth is that it is, it's a modern show. So they have an ongoing story arc. Yeah. Um, which is even still kind of weird for a half-hour sitcom. But... Uh, at this time, there's no way they have t- that much of an ongoing story. Although if they do, it would have been a pretty awesome for the time period that they are trying to do that. Obviously, the scenario is always the same, but yeah, they're probably not like, and continuing with that spider hunt that we had last, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I will be bold and say that there's only a, a 11 episodes of the show. I'd watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just because <laughs> if I can, if, if anyone knows where it is, let me know. I'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not sure that, uh, the pilot was the only one that came up, but there might be other ones you can watch. Um, yeah, I guess out of morbid curiosity, I might watch I might watch the rest of these episodes. Um, yeah, I can throw this out to my weird VHS collector people and see if it's living somewhere. We have, ac- hey guys, not to brag, but we have access to some pretty weird shit. <laughs> I know so. some weird people. <laughs> All right, time to cut shit. Morgan, uh, do you have something that you'd like to recommend this week? I do. I'm going to continue since we're on the Christmas creep. I'll continue my holiday recommendations. Okay. This week, I will recommend a personal favorite of mine from 1977 or 1978. Made for TV, movie, classic. (laughs) Do you know what you're recommending? (laughs) Words are coming out of my mouth. I'm going to get there. Uh, Jim Henson's Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas. (laughs) The most depressing of Christmas movies. (laughs) No, it's not. Because in the end, we're not going to give spoilers. It's Guys, let me hook you in. Do you like the gift of the Magi, but you wish that puppet... otters involved and a badass uh river bottom band i was gonna say that's the main draw (laughs) by a bear uh i uh i love i love henson uh any of the jim henson classics but uh and marrying it with paul williams music um this just has a very special place in my heart and i if you've never seen it it's very dated but it's beautiful so there you go Cool. Josh, you have uh, anything? Uh, we didn't ask you it beforehand. No, I, I have but... a, I have, can I do two things? Absolutely. I'll do one Christmas and then one not. Okay. okay. So, uh, not first. Uh, I just recently saw The Favorite. Oh, which yes. I really, really want to see it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, definitely go see it. If you, I, I have not seen Killing of a Sacred Deer. I hear it's very dour mm-hmm. and uh, dark. This is not that. It's okay. still dark, but it's definitely his most accessible movie, uh, I it, think. Yeah, that's um, what it looked like. It looked a little more mainstream than his normal it is i mean i was i was a fan of the lobster well most of it i think the first half is great first half is great i feel like it loses a little bit of steam midway through um but uh, i did like that kind of darkly comedic sensibility that's on display there and that is is definitely what the favorite is it's Mm -hmm. super funny performances are great it's Mm -hmm. it's wonderful definitely go see it awesome and then uh i 
I don't know if you recommended if anyone recommended this on the last one since it's Christmassy, but uh, if you haven't. Watch the Kurt Russell Santa Christmas movie on Netflix, oh. Christmas Chronicle. I haven't Chronicle. watched that yet either. Yeah. It's great. It's, on the list. it's dumb and cheesy, but I loved it. I mean, Kurt Russell's fantastic in it, and you're watching it for him as Santa Claus, yeah. and he delivers. So nice. watch that. It's super fun. Awesome. Are you looking for something yeah. to recommend to my <laughs> You guys recommended Christmas stuff, so now I'm like, oh, I should recommend something Christmassy. What am I going to recommend? I recommended horror movie last time, so I don't want to do it again, because I'm like, I guess I could recommend another You're watching Christmas Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 earlier, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to recommend it, because it's not good. <laughs> is that the one where they just reuse a lot of footage from no, previous that's, movies? Is that three? That's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, which oh. is, I'm not kidding you, 85% is part the first movie. Is the first first one, movie. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, knew what worked. I'm going to recommend, uh, whatever. I don't care. Christmas music. Listen to Christmas music. <laughs> That's All of most it. Just, broad recommendation yet. Just a general concept of Christmas yeah. music. I don't care. People hate Christmas music, but I, I enjoy listening to Christmas music. I'm with music. you. I love it. Uh, I know it's the same songs every year, but hey, you know what? Find some new artists that you haven't heard do it and listen to a new version of it. Um, uh, I'll just say that I really like Casey Musgraves' Christmas album. I know I already recommended her album this year. I'm a huge fanboy. What can I say? Listen to Casey Musgraves' uh <laughs> It's a very Casey Christmas, I think it's called. <laughs> uh, anything else, Morgan? Do you have anything else you need to say? Uh, I think we should recommend a little podcast called Predictocast with uh, Josh Hollis and Skinner. You guys are great. I'm going to let you talk about Yeah, Josh, tell us about your podcast. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so PredictoCast is a show where we kind of do something similar to what you guys do. Right. Uh, I promise we didn't steal the idea. No, 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 no. I think it's it's an open field, and and you guys are in the TV world, so we haven't had to come after you yet. Um, No, we we watch a movie. We watch the first 10 minutes of a movie that we don't know anything about, and then we try to predict what happens after that. And usually we're very wrong, but we have a lot of fun with our predictions, and the movies we have been picking lately have been insane, so they defy predicting um but yeah you can find us wherever you get podcasts or at predictocast.com it's an absolute delight so if you like this you will absolutely love predictocast you guys's catalog is it's varied for it's sure varied, but <laughs> everything is entertaining so oh man there's some really there are some really good ones i like i especially like it when you guys do the horror movies oh uh, yeah they're they're a lot of fun we just did uh we just wrapped up uh amityville <laughs> Oh, I know. Four, I saw that you guys is, watched that. Ooh, that. That is maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's, it's crazy. It's so boring. It's crazy. I mean, if, you, if you're interested in a haunted lamp, that's the movie for you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, that's painful. And, and that's saying something coming from the Amityville series, which is already so, so, so bad. <laughs> it's probably the worst of those. Uh, yeah, PredictorCast is super awesome. You guys definitely should listen to it. I found it like almost immediately after we started doing this podcast, and I was like, "Oh man, this is pretty close to what we do." <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm I'm happy to share. I'm happy to share the airwaves with with others. Well, and your show, your show is also great. So it's an honor for me to be here. We were fishing, so thank you, Josh. <laughs> that's what. That's all we brought you on here to say. We're gonna take that clip. We're gonna put it in a promo. And the rest you of just, this is going right in the garbage. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna erase all of my. <laughs> audio and just play that clip on a over loop again. <laughs> throughout the episode no what, we still say all the, the stuff we say except when we cut to josh it's just <laughs> like, like, your show's great <laughs> <laughs> thanks again josh anyway <laughs> really i wish you'd offer some insight but <laughs> we can't we can't hear it enough <laughs> 
All right, guys, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of the Podfix Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix. And you can go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of their shows, which are, of course, top notch. So you should listen to uh, So I Married a Movie Geek. There it's a podcast that we've talked about before and have even guested on before. Um, they are also on the Podvic Network and uh, they're also on the pod. You know what? You know what, everybody? Sometimes I can't speak well. What do I what, what do I have a podcast or something? Why should I need to speak well? Uh, listen to that podcast. Justin and uh, Chrissy are two of the most amazing hosts you're going to find. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen to all the podcasts out there. We love you guys. And that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.